every moment spent in connection, reflecting on who we are and how we've grown, the moments that are full of joy and celebration, and then those moments that challenge us and ask us to change course, pivot in a new direction, and grow and change in ways that we never anticipated. Every moment spent in connection, sharing those reflections, coming together around shared experiences, changes who we are. Because it allows us to get to know who we are, to get to know our hearts, and it allows us to form connections and community around shared passions, interests, and joy. Welcome to Lessons In, a new series from Seek the Joy podcast. Through conversations focusing on life's biggest lessons, this series will explore the joys we can find through these experiences and the connection and community we create through sharing our reflections. It's an open and honest look at the moments and lessons in our lives that impact us. Every episode features a conversation that will leave you feeling inspired, motivated, full of joy, and get you thinking about the experiences in your life and the lessons they've taught you. Lessons In, a new series from Seek the Joy podcast. Welcome back to Lessons In. Today, we're talking all about shifting our mindset from I can't to I can. And for this conversation, I am joined by Dolores Hirschman. Dolores is an internationally recognized strategist and coach, and she helps her clients clarify their idea worth sharing, design their communication strategies, and implement business growth systems. Her clients become speakers and authors, and they take their message to larger audiences like TEDx and beyond. And I really enjoyed sitting down with Dolores. We really dive in to why shifting our mindset from I can't to I can often starts with clarifying our message and how we can begin to shift our mindset around our belief in ourselves and really what we're capable of. Dolores shares why bridging the gap between I can't and I can means starting small, finding the fun and why doing so leads to more sustainable work. And Dolores shares the growth that she and her clients have experienced as a result of shifting their mindset and the joy that she's found. I just know that Dolores's reflections, her honesty and vulnerability will not only leave you feeling inspired, but remind you that when we give ourselves permission to believe in what's possible, we can shape our mindset, thoughts, and beliefs, and ultimately attract the solutions, situations, resources that you're really seeking to achieve your goals. So before we dive in to today's new episode, which I just know you're going to love with Dolores, I want to remind you that we are just days away from Seek the Joy Summer. It is our virtual retreat to kick off the summer season. It goes live on Sunday, June 20th, which also is the summer solstice. This series is completely free and will feature so many beautiful pre-recorded sessions and workshops. We have a beautiful solstice meditation, yoga flow and community chat, sound healing, and then workshops on sanctuary, tapping into the summer energy, the power of play and bringing in self-care. I just I just know you're going to walk away from this series feeling energized, refreshed, inspired. And I just think it's the perfect way, honestly, to welcome in the summer series. I'm so grateful and so excited to share this with you. So to register, head on over to seekthejoypodcast.com slash seekthejoysummer. The link is also in the show notes for today's new episode. 
you will have access to these pre-recorded sessions and workshops only if you register and then for two weeks through July 4th, which I think is perfect. So I can't wait to see you there. If you register, send me a DM and I can't wait to start out the summer with you this way. One of the reasons why I do this podcast is because I really want you to be able to live a happier, more joyful, and just ease-filled life. And so that's why I'm so happy to share that today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. The last year and a half, there is no doubt it's been difficult. And that's why I think now more than ever, it's important that we have reliable resources that we can turn to. And that's where BetterHelp comes in. So this is how it works. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's easy and free to change counselors if you don't think the person you're matched with is a good fit. And this service is available for people worldwide too. BetterHelp also offers a broad range of expertise in their counselor network, so you'll get timely and thoughtful responses, and you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions too. So as a listener of Seek the Joy podcast, you will get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash seek the joy. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash seek the joy. The link will also be included in our show notes. As always, to learn more about today's new episode and our series, Lessons In, head on over to the website, seekthejoypodcast.com. Everything is right there. And without further ado, let's dive into this one. Lessons In, shifting our mindset from I can't to I can with Dolores Hirschman. Well, Dolores, thank you for coming on Seek the Joy podcast. You are, you just like have an incredible background and experience in helping others and entrepreneurs, I think, clarify their message and bring clarity to what it is that they're selling or sharing online. And I thought a great place to start, you know, even before we start talking about the mindset shift from I can't to I can, I think it would be great to talk about this process or your thoughts around how we can begin to clarify our message, because no matter what we're doing, I think we all want to be better communicators. So where, where is a good place to start with that? Yeah. So, so first of all is a couple of things. So my background is I'm a coach and a strategist. So I use (laughs) a lot of my coaching tools to really explore with my business owners um, the essence of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so where do you start? You start inside, mm-hmm. you know, you can't speak clearly if you're not clearly inside. Mm-hmm. And so first where we go is of all the things that your business and you do in your business, what part of it would you do for free all day long? Because mm-hmm. my clients, the people that I work with are in a business that they started because of either they overcome a pain and they learned how to help others or they have they they have some sort of an expertise in some something, and they want to help others. There's a common denominator. They want to help others. They want to help others. <laughs> yeah, right? that's true. I, I work with service business owners, so really, it's about finding of all the things that you do. And if you've been in business for many years, there might be a lot of things that you now do, and you've lost that through line to your heart. Mm-hmm. And so, it's finding of all the things that you do. What gives you the most, what, what gets you the most excited, makes you want to, you know, jump into that? Um, I always say, 
what you really would do for free all day long. Instead, you make a lot of money doing it, right? Yeah. Um, so go find that inside because when you find that inside, you're going to reconnect with the spark of your work mm. and it will bring a different energy when you communicate. Mm -hmm. And so once you do that, then you get clear on what you do, right? So you, you get clear on that element of all the things that you do, the one thing that really moves the needle and you love to do. And then you have to get clear on, okay, what results does that, you know, what, what happens to the client when that when you execute the, this brilliance. And so that will be the outcome that they get. And so you lead with that. And I always say, if you meet someone at a networking event and they ask you, what do you do? Simply answer, um, I get my clients grow their business. Like go with the outcome. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, if they're a business owner, they will ask, oh yeah, uh, tell me more. Like, okay, I obviously want that. And so you say, well, I am a... I, my brilliance, my unique gift, we all have gifts. Mm -hmm. and, I, and my unique gift is that I really can make sense of the most confused mind mm -hmm. and help them streamline the communication and the processes and the actions. And so first comes communicating what the outcome that you deliver is or that the clients can expect, and then the how you deliver it. Mm -hmm. Most people do it the other way around. I think what is so interesting about everything that you just shared is it's about connecting back to your passion. It's about connecting back to your spark. What lights you up from the inside out? What I often call your joy, the mm -hmm. thing that gets you going. Like you said, the thing that you would just do all day long for free if you could. The truth is, is we can't. We got to make money. We got to live. And we end but, up making a lot of money with that if we really yeah. are on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what you said is so interesting and so valuable. But I have found for myself you know, and I'll speak for me only. And I'm curious, anyone that's listening, reach out after and let me know if this resonates for you. But to step into doing that, to step into your passion, what lights you up from the inside out, that spark and, you know, communicating it, I think there's a mindset shift that has to take place. And I'm curious what your experience has been with that, because we, I don't know, we naturally always just step into doing that. So the huge mindset shift, there's so many layers. One is permission. Mm. We are conditioned that success comes out of working really hard and suffering. Yes. And so can I make money while having fun? If I do that, something bad's going to happen to me. There's a shoe that's going to drop, the magic will stop, and someone will say I'm an imposter. Mm. Because how dare be financially successful while I, I mean, I'm, am I working right now doing this podcast interview? You could say I am. Am I having fun? Yes. So in my mind, I'm not working. I, mm -hmm. I would be doing this whether it serves my business or not. Right. Because I love yeah. doing it. Um, and, so, and so there's a mindset of permission to play and make that play your work. Mm -hmm. um, there's a mindset of, of personal success. You know, um, one of the things, so I had to work in a lot of my... Um, limiting beliefs throughout my career. And I, every time I turn a corner, I'll find another one. Always. And There's always another I, one hiding I, under until, a rock somewhere. Until always. the day I die. But that's, <laughs> that's part of being aware and willing to be in a journey of growth. Yeah. But one of my limiting beliefs was, um, was what if I do succeed? Mm. Well, so I'm a mom. I have four kids. My kids are a little older now, so it gets easier. But when they, then when they were little, when they were in like grade school and yeah, grade school, 
I'm like, what, what, what will happen to me as a mother? Will I be a bad mother? What will happen to my marriage? What if I out earn my husband? I know you're younger. I'm older. I'm from a generation. I'm 48, almost 49. Mm -hmm. But those are things that my generation has have had to self-conquer. Yeah. Um, yeah. My daughter is 19 and she's like, oh, she doesn't even think about that. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't care. Um, but my generation, that was a conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I love what you said about this element of permission. And I think part of permission is allowing yourself to step forward in who you are, what you're passionate about, what you're excited about, what you know or believe you are here to do. And I think it is really about what you shared about looking at those limiting beliefs and looking at them, where they come from, how I can move past them, it's a journey. And so it reminds me of really what we're talking about here, which is moving from I can't to I can. And it's all wrapped up in limiting beliefs. To say I can't do something, why? You have a limiting belief from somewhere. So I'll, I'll share a quick story about the many moments in my life mm -hmm. that I, I was in that space, but the latest, the last one. Yeah. And so about four, five years ago, uh, my husband lost his job. It's more complicated than that, but I'm not going to bore you with the details. But it wasn't just lost his job, get, get a new one. There was, there was non-competes and industry issues and all kinds of legal yeah. uh, intricacies. But, but in a nutshell, December 2016, he literally said, he tapped me in my shoulder and said, tag your it. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like... Tag your ed, your coaching business. And at the time I was mostly, so I'm an ICF accredited coach. I was mostly a life and executive coach, which I liked to mm -hmm. do. I didn't love it. Mm. Meaning I, I, I was really good at it and I liked it, but I love ideas, clarity and strategy more. So mm -hmm. now I merge and that's why I shifted. But 2016, I had a um, low six figure coaching business part-time. Well, my job was mom of four kids full time because I was driving them, you know, soccer mom and mm -hmm. all that. Yeah. And so tag your it, your business has to support the whole family. And low six figure is nothing to be, uh, and, you know, it was a great business, but it wasn't enough for a family of four in the, in the speed that we were moving. Mm -hmm. um, basically, we went from one to income to one. Mm -hmm. Whenever yeah. you do that, yeah. it's a problem. And so my first limiting belief was I can't, like I, I can't, like I can't, I don't sell shoes. I can't just sell more shoes. Like I, I help people transform their lives. I, it's, it's just one of me. I was, I was a solopreneur back then. Like I, I can't. Mm -hmm. And so my husband was smart and he said, okay, what would it look like if you could? Wow. It, you know, it's not about, okay, can, like, like, I don't know what you need to do, just do it. But what do you need? What would you, what would shift if you could believe that you could? Mm -hmm. And that is really the first step. Because going from I can't to I can, is not a switch that you can turn on. You know, I love positive thinking, mm -hmm. but there's a, there's a, there's a, little bit of a, a, a misconception there because you can't go from sad to happy by pretending it. No. You can fake it, but you're not going to feel it. Mm -hmm. And so you always have to ask yourself, okay, I am sad right now or I can't right now. I know all of the things that I cannot do right now. Let me just think of one thing I could do right now. One thing that is possible. 
and you do that. I was talking, I was in an interview with someone yesterday who talks, who works with people in deep places of grief, mm -hmm. meaning think about, let's say, postpartum depression or a loss of a family member and deep depression that literally you can't get out of bed. You can't tell a person that cannot get out of bed to get out of bed, open the windows, get dressed, shower and go. They no. just, they can't. But you could say, could you sit up in bed? For 10 minutes. Then you go lay down again. Could you sit up in bed? And then once you do that, after a few days, could I change your shirt? Like literally is a process and the journey of all of the things are not possible, but these things are. Let's focus on what we can. Mm -hmm. And then you chain those little cans into the, the, the aggregated I can on a daily basis. Mm -hmm will create a bigger can. Mm. So two things I'm hearing from what you just shared. One, it's about bridging the gap between I can't and I can means you are starting small. It means <sighs> that you are you know, doing small things at a time because what happens is, and the other thing I'm really hearing from what you're sharing is you can really overwhelm yourself in these moments to the point where it paralyzes you and you almost start to believe, oh yeah, I really can't do this. And the point of, you know, allowing yourself, I think, to experience this mindset shift, to practice it, it sort of exercise it like a muscle, is to give yourself small little case studies of proving to yourself that I can do it. And in order to do that for yourself, you have to start small. You right. have to start with the smallest um, possible thing. So with your example, if it's getting out of bed, it's just sitting up, you know, for a few minutes at a time. I think, you know, if I think back to moments of things that I felt like I couldn't do, I, I always would try and challenge myself. Okay. Um, like with the pandemic going outside, I'm just going to take a five minute walk, you know, start to exercise those muscles in that way to show yourself you can do it. And then if it's something business related, I mean, what do you share with people when it comes to their business or their professional life with moving from that mindset of I can't to I can, what's a good small space to, to start in. Yeah. So I work with small business owners from just starting to the first couple of million dollars. And, you know, I always come, it's funny because there's so many shoulds out there. Oh my God. So many. In, in business right now at all, I call them the marketing shoots. Mm. And so I go back to the client and I say, um, what, so, cause it, They'll come and say, okay, I need to do a launch and I need to do like Facebook ads and, <laughs> and they start getting the anxiety just as they're saying it out. I say, okay, none of what you're telling me sounds like fun. No. I, I, I pretty much says, okay, let's, the, the, the way that you move from I can to I can in business is let's go find the fun. Let's Ugh. find the light. Because if you can name one activity that you could do, you know, of course, we have to market. We have no choice. But there's not one way to do it. There's a zillion ways to do it. Mm -hmm. So I go with a client and first I help them find the fun. Talk to me about what is fun for you. What is a social activity that is fun? Even if you're an introvert, you're going to find something. Mm -hmm. Even an introvert will say, well, I really enjoy getting to know people. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. I can work with that. Then let's set up 15-minute conversations where people can come and join for free, one-on-one, because -on -one, you're an introvert, and you get to know them. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. And if there's an opportunity, you talk about what you do. 
That's I love an introvert this. sales strategy. I love this. I love how it's really just all about finding the fun for yourself. Yeah. And you know, as you were speaking too, and in, in the sense about finding the fun. I just keep feeling like reminded of this sense of part of shifting your mindset for anything. But in this context context of I can't to I can, I think part of it too is believing in yourself and the possibilities. Like we limit how far we think we can go. Like we, you know, I do this all the time. I don't know about you, but like, I'll be like, oh, I, I think I can get there, but oh, that feels too far away. Let me bring it back to more of a, you know, a middle ground. I think we don't always believe in ourselves or, or the possibilities. And when it, when we start to find ourselves in that space, we forget the fun. So I love this about just go back to what's fun for you. If you engage in activity in your business and yet part of your business that is not fun from the get-go, mm-hmm. um, it won't be sustainable. So mm. you either have to find the fun or find the team. Because there are things in business, like I don't love doing my taxes, so I don't do them. I have a team. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't love, I mean, I like a lot of things actually, um, but there are things that I don't love. You know, I, I love creative things. I don't like monotonous things. Mm -hmm. And so with time, I found a team. But even when I was solopreneur, I made the monotonous things fun. Yeah. Um, And so it's really whatever brings you joy, I mean, um, will become sustainable. (laughs) Yeah. I love this. Find the fun or find the team. And when you said team, I thought find the support system. Like find the people. Yeah. Someone who thinks that that activity is fun, actually. Because when you find a team, you want to find a team. Like, for example, I have a a team member who just loves spreadsheets. I give her a spreadsheet. She has a party. So that's fun for her. Let her run with it. Let her go with it. Please. And so, (laughs) so it's really, we are all so wired so differently. Yeah. I believe that there's a brilliant person for every role or task in your company. And so you have to attract the right support and then be kind enough to find their brilliance and then align their brilliance, what, you know, what they would love to do, what, what is fun for them with the tasks. Yeah. Otherwise you're going to be fighting an uphill battle the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think part of this too, you know, if we were to step for a moment beyond business and just think about our lives in general, you know, if something is not fun for you, or if you are working on your mindset, uh, often we feel like we're going this journey alone. You know, you're, you feel inundated, you feel overwhelmed. I'm trying to figure all this out. And so having that team, having that support system, whether it's friends, family, or, or really team members in your business, I just imagine allowing yourself to have that support and to reach out for and seek it, I imagine it really does help with that mindset shift because you start to have support and a sounding board and people who who get it are on this journey with you. Because I think sometimes we just think we have to go it alone and, and we really don't. We, we shouldn't. No. Um, and also, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything. Mm. And when you find a better way of doing something in one part of your life, the natural thing would be for you to apply that new knowledge to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, absolutely, that's the beauty of the work. So as I said, I'm a coach and I love being a coach, but I love ideas and strategy and communications even more. But the beauty of my work right now is that, yes, I impact people's businesses. My clients make more money. They have more clients and they have more fun. Mm-hmm. That's basically the outcome. But 
how you do anything is how do you do everything. So when they start applying my coaching into their business, all of a sudden I will see that they're applying into their personal relationships and mm. playing into their health. Like it, 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 you know, it doesn't matter where you're getting coached. If you get, if you are like, if you're listening to this and you right now have a, a coach or a fitness trainer that you're working with or a health coach you're working with, then Listen to the advice or the guidance that they're giving you and ask yourself, huh, how can I translate that coaching mm -hmm. into other parts of my life, especially my business? Mm. Such a beautiful ripple effect. You know, I have this image of when you throw a, a rock, you know, into a pond or something and you see the ripples and I could never throw a rock that eloquently, but there are some people who've got that finesse, you know, and they see the ripples. And I think that's really what you're speaking to is that when it impacts one aspect of your life, you start to see it touch, you know, every other aspect. I'm curious, you know, as you have worked with yourself and with your clients about shifting their mindset from I can't to I can. And I think part of that too is what we've been talking about, really clarifying their message. What has surprised you the most about this journey or about oh, people in this way? For myself and for my clients, it's amazing when you look at the results and say, mm. I did that. Like, you know, some, there's always, even if you shift from I can to I can, there's always a little voice like, ah, oh, will you make it, always. right? Always. Uh, it, it, it doesn't go away. You're just managing it and you're overcoming it with a more uh, positive outlook. Mm -hmm. And so just, you always have that voice. And when you show that voice, what you were able to accomplish, it's magic. So I, I see it, you know, I've, I've experienced it myself, but like when my clients come and said, oh my God, I just sold five programs of the program we invented last week and I never thought I could do this. Or I just helped my, you know, my partner get out of their job. I don't know, whatever it is mm -hmm. that their goal is or losing weight, whatever, you know. It's just amazing to see the spark in someone's eyes when they don't just believe that they can, they see that they could. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's so powerful. It's like that moment where you see that you can actually do the thing that you set your mind, your heart, your soul out to do. But if we don't give ourselves that chance, if we don't step into the arena a little bit or extend our comfort zone beyond what we, what we know or what we felt, we won't have, you know, those moments. So there's something really beautiful about even taking the risk, you know, yeah. gambling on yourself, so to speak, in that way, yeah. in a way that maybe we wouldn't otherwise. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Dolores, I have loved having this conversation with you. I think what my biggest takeaway it, from, from this conversation is that in order to shift your mindset, it really starts with starting small and giving yeah. yourself these moments to prove to yourself that you can do this. And as you continue to flex that muscle and believe in yourself and, and choose yourself, because ultimately this is about choosing yourself. It's amazing what you will see on the other side. So where can everybody find you, connect, uh, learn more, potentially work with you? Where's where's all the good places to connect? The best place to go to is mastersinclarity.com. Mm -hmm. Just start there, mastersinclarity.com. Perfect. Everything will go on the show notes. It'll be so easy for everyone to find you. And you know what? I want to ask you one more question before we go. And you kind of touched on this, but I'm curious, you know, this sense of joy that has come from shifting your mindset. We talked about how it's so much about this. It's about finding the fun, but I'm curious, you know, what your shift into joy or your client's shift into joy has really looked like. Um, it looks like uh, so many layers, but it looks like sustainable work. It looks mm. like it's like you are no longer working, you're playing. Mm. And, and a level of commitment 
and engagement with your own work, either I've seen in my clients or myself, and, and, and that permission to spend 80% of your time in your zone of brilliance. Mm, you're no longer working, you're playing. I love you're it. No I love it. Dolores, thank you. This was wonderful. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me.